Hello and welcome. I'm Whitney. I'm Courtney. And we are the Wit Source. And uh, we wanted to start off with um, some fire magic. So leading up to Beltane, which is coming up on May 1st. And it is a fire festival. So we wanted to get into a little bit of elemental magic with the fire magic. Uh, so we'll be starting off the lead up to Beltane with that. Yes. And some fun <laughs> podcasts coming coming up uh, to discuss it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. So elemental magic starting with fire elemental magic. magic. Yes. <laughs> so I guess I can start this one off. Um, <clears throat> so fire magic um gonna let you know you know researching this one was a little difficult um mainly in the fact that if you go to look up fire magic or you know anything like that online you're gonna pull up gaming stuff and having a husband who is a big gamer, I know what they're talking about, and that is not what we want. Um, so, I mean, if you're ever going to do your own research, you know, I think when it comes to magic and spells, I think, unfortunately, a lot of the games have picked up on that. And that's something that you really do just have to weed through until you find the good stuff. Um uh, Whitney, of course, she does research through her books and everything. So her information, you know, is solely focused on the topic at hand. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, she gets some really good deep dive information uh, from her sources. Um, I don't have as many books as she does. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so starting off... Um, so some people consider fire magic uh, pyrokinesis. I was a little iffy on that because, you know, when you think of the telekinesis and all of the kinesises, you yeah. don't, I don't think of fire magic being a pyrokinesis. I think that, you know, fire magic is completely separate from somebody who solely works with fire through their psychic powers. Right. No, I the agree. kinesis type. So. <laughs> I, I would actually agree with you on that. Um, with the pyrokinesis. I think it's uh, interesting. I think it's it's a fascinating. But I don't think it falls in the same category necessarily. Of working with the, the fire element within your magic. Right. And I do find it interesting that that is the first thing that I pulled up when I went to Lord Google, because Google knows all. <laughs> right. um, I was like, no, nah, that does. I mean, so I think I think uh, that also tells you that you kind of have to be careful about the information and the sources that mm. you're finding online, yes. because, yes. you know, you don't know where they're getting their information from. Right. And having done the whole podcast on the psychic powers and the kinesis. Mm -hmm. I'm like, nope, I am able to sit here and break off the two. So yay <laughs> right. to our podcast. I learned stuff. Yay. Um, <laughs> right. Um, so direction wise, um, with working with fire, the direction is south. 
Um, and some of, you know, it, I found substances, you know, you can use candle flame, bonfire, wildfires. I don't recommend wildfires. I mean, yeah. unless they're just, I mean, yeah. don't, don't go and start one. That's, that's bad. Yeah. Um, but I did find, um, heat, sunlight, um, electricity, yes. even, you know, working with your oven, um, and yes. fireworks, <laughs> chemical reactions, you know, that, those were things that I hadn't thought of before mm. as actually working with fire magic, you know, right. 4th of July, you know, you can take your fireworks and, you know, create magical purposes. So, you know, the yeah, hot I, hands. Oh my I gosh, read, has anyone? Oh, I did. Okay. So on the fireworks piece, I did run across in my books and research, um, fireworks actually and I was a little surprised I hadn't thought of it either until I ran across it but the sparklers using right yeah for your magic and stuff too absolutely like once I ran across it I was like oh yeah that would be a cool element to add totally makes sense but also did not think of it well and the fact that they had listed um uh fevers and I guess you could do some type of fever magic. Um, but the chemical reaction was neat because, you know, I was, when I was looking at that, I'm like, well, what kind of chemical reaction, you know, outside of cooking and stuff like that would, you know, can't, you know, fire magic. But then I was thinking, you know, we were at Carowinds this weekend and it was so cold. I wound up buying everyone the hot hands. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if anyone's ever used those before, but you just open it up and shake it and it's instant heat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, there, that, that is a chemical reaction there that, that would, yes. I guess, could be considered, you know, you know, fire. Um, okay. Here's but, a uh, that just ran through uh-huh. my mind talking about the chemical reactions. What about using the lye? Like when we make the soaps, <sighs> Yeah, lye does heat up very, very hot. Um, it can actually start to boil the water sometimes. Right. So that that I is think a that's classified great idea. As we are working fire magic when we're making soaps. I, I had I had not considered that. See, <laughs> no, I didn't. That's awesome. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, we just added layer of magic. Uh, right. Um, so the body parts associated with fire magic would be the loins, which makes sense because that's where your passion is at. Um, the immune and metabolic system, which to me does make sense because, you know, your metabolic rate, that's the rate at which you burn calories. So you are burning something. Um, totally love that. And so pulling in some of the aspects that we're going to come go over as we go through this um, episode, like pulling that in. And so if somebody wanted to do a uh, work with fire magic for like a weight loss spell to invoke right. and fire up that, that metabolism, I mean, totally makes sense. And I get what you're saying. Like that would totally fall in line with doing some, some fire magic. I would agree. I, I like that idea. Lord knows I've been on that weight loss journey for a long time. I think we just need to get magical about it. Heck yeah. And engage that, engage that metabolic system. There's a spell for that. There's a spell <laughs> yeah. for that. We will craft uh, one. <laughs> so the zodiac signs associated with fire are Aries, Leo, and my sweet sister, Sagittarius. 
that's me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, the planet associated with fire is Mars. And I know also, you had Jupiter, said something. Yeah. Yeah. Jupiter and the sun. Mm-hmm. Yep, those as well. And I guess we'll get into later the moon magic and okay, we'll get yeah, into that later. I got, I got some fun stuff too. <laughs> okay. Um, so the fire magical properties, um, passion, anger, transformation, cleansing, destruction, protection, energy, force, renewal, rebirth, banishment, purification, sex, warding, truth, and hope. Mm -hmm. Truth I find interesting. So I've got a lot on that to talk about as far as the, the truth. But if you think about fire magic as being uh, illuminating, oh. it shines the lights on the truth. Shines the light, like a flashlight shining a light in that dark. I love it. Yes. I love it. Um, so fire animals are snakes, lizards, bees, crickets. I find that interesting. Crickets. That's, that's uh, right. Scorpions, fox, lion, tiger, ram, fire ants. Oh, yeah. Now fire ants. I totally get those <laughs> buggers can go on. And fireflies. Yes. Fireflies. Yes. Love, love fireflies. fireflies. We used to catch yeah. those kids. All the time. Yes, we did. Um, <laughs> the colors are or uh, <laughs> the colors are red, orange, yellow, gold, and blue. Which those all do make sense to me. I know some people associate blue with water, and you know, or cool and cold, <clears throat> maybe the ice. But I mean, the blue really does make sense because if you look down closer to the flame, it does have that blue color to it. So That's I totally true. understand yeah, that. The the base yeah no actually um, i did not come across blue so that's this is interesting one but yeah yeah uh the magical tools are candles the athame mm -hmm. though i've heard that say i've heard that called athame so i, I don't know athame. i say athame i heard british people you know call it i think an athame athame so <laughs> i don't know i guess it depends on what side of the pond you're on don't want to offend people. <laughs> um, the sword, dagger, stove and oven, and incense. Mm -hmm. I like that they put your stove and oven in there. Right. Yeah. The hearth. Well. Um, right. Right. Oh, yeah. The hearth. Um, the magical creatures I've got um, with fire magical properties are dragons, phoenixes, salamanders and gins is it dens or gins i think gins. it's gins because of genie yeah it's jen actually i did not run across that one so that's interesting right so then we got some plants and the plants with fire magical properties are rosemary rue basil thistle peppers cactus and coffee beans so oh, coffee. every morning when you drink that coffee, you are doing fire magic. Oh my gosh. And as you're drinking your coffee, engage your metabolism you to kickstart that. Ah, we just did a spell. Yep. Absolutely. I was just thinking that. So 
I do have a few to add to that. Uh, okay. Or did you just have, was it flowers or do you have herbs and stuff separate? Uh, no, I mean, for herbs wise, it was rosemary. Okay. Rue and basil. Got, uh, so some other thoughts here, are like a bergamot, calendula, carnation, sunflowers, uh, angelica, oh. mandrake, uh, wormwood, cedar, cinnamon, which makes sense. Got put the spice. Cinnamon is my, <gasps> put the cinnamon uh, in your coffee. Uh -huh. And orange, of course, the citrus side of that, and frankincense. So love it. I don't want orange in my coffee though. No, but some, but I, but the spicy orange, you know, of like the fall of like the cloves and the that gives you that warm, See, could, spicy in the feel. tea or cider. Yeah, and and then also you've got um, like in the summertime the citrusy sense uh that you can mm -hmm. add in and invoke so yeah definitely all of those yes to all of those and all of these that we're mentioning are things that you can pull in when you're crafting your spells to do your fire oh, definitely. so just oh, like yeah. we're talking about doing the coffee and um you know invoking that metabolism and having a little bit of fire magic every morning to get your day started i mean i like it sounds good i love it <laughs> I love it. So the next thing I have is um, magic um, and the types of magic that you can do with fire. So before we get into that, did you want to add anything to what we've already discussed? Yes. So, um, so the chakra that I ran across, just to throw out the chakras, uh, would be the solar plexus. But I do think the root could be included in that as well. Um, just to throw that out there, celebrations, um, Beltane, obviously, cause that's coming up and that's what we're going to be talking about. Also in bulk and Samhain, um, they are the fire right. celebrations. Uh, we, oh, if you're into numerology, your fire numbers would be one, three, and nine. And so some thoughts on the numbers and the numerology side is like when you're crafting your spell to add that extra layer and element, you could do like three ingredients um, or you could do nine ingredients and that just would be adding that okay. numerology piece in. Right. Um, and, oh, so just to throw in a little bit on the zodiacs. So the fire signs are Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. So looking at these individually, the Aries, the fire side of Aries is that beginning. So that first spark, that lighting, um, and okay. also like the inspiration. So anytime, if you're wanting to do some fire magic, you can, if you, if the moon is in Aries, that's a good time to start projects and have that first spark. Um, but also you could include the Aries symbol in your spell work. Um, to help pull in that energy of sparking that new or that new inspiration. The right. Leo energy is a steadfast fire. So it's the steady burn. So if you wanted to um, have some longevity, so let's say you're doing a prosperity spell for, but you want, you know, the, the ongoing prosperity, the longevity piece of that, the maintaining the prosperity, uh, you would maybe do that spell when, the moon is in Leo. Um, okay. Because that would be that steady. And then 
Sagittarius, the fire element of Sagittarius is a changing transformative fire. So, you know, you could do when the moon is in Sagittarius, the good spells for that would be like anything that you want to increase energy or expand. So anything for expansion um, or adapting. So, and, and changes. So right. that's like the changing side. So I just thought it was interesting the different fire elements for each of the zodiacs. And then again, you can, depending on what your spell work is doing, you can pull in the different symbols and, you know, add that into your spell work. And it can be as simple as, you know, carving the symbol into your candle or, you know, writing it on a sheet of paper or on your spell. Um, just to add in that extra layer of, of energy and invoking more of that fire element. So I thought that was very interesting. The actual symbol uh, for fire is a upright triangle. Right. And it does have a male aspect to it, but that not meaning so much male and female as in male being the active principle, the movement, the action, um, and like kind of the strength. Yes. Yes. So, and it is, it's that, that transformative burning the way to the truth um, and also transformation through self-motivated activity. So it's a very active principle fire is. And I think that makes sense because, I mean, I know in today's society, you know, nobody wants to designate things they're trying to remove the pronouns male, female, you know, and, and all of that stuff. Right. The Yeah, the genders. But, I mean, when you really get down to it, each gender truly does, you know, and, and we're talking, this is a religion that's, you know, thousands of year old, years old, you know. So these qualities, you know, personifying, you know, the temperaments and the qualities that each gender had. Mm-hmm. females being more dainty, more, you know, the, the, the caregivers. Quality. Yeah. I mean, right. that, and when you think about sex, I mean. Right. Well, and that's what magic is all about is, is transformation, creation. Um, you know, when you get down to the basis of it, you have the opposites and it's the blending of the opposites where the creation happens and you, right. You have to have and that's part of mastering your magic and is learning to sit with those different qualities and understand those different qualities so that you then know how to work with those energies and bring them together to create what it is that you want. Um, right. And something that I did run across um, in, in doing the research is that, you know, fire, in order to get fire, you have to have two sources. You have to have, you know, the item that's being burned. Mm-hmm. Um, but on, on top of that, you have to have air. If a fire doesn't have oxygen, if a fire doesn't have air, it will go out, it will die. Right. So incorporating some air elementals into your fire magic would act as an amplifier. Mm, yes. But not too much because you don't want to blow it out. Well, you don't want to blow it out. And also... Fire is a tricky element and it can get away from you very, very quickly. Um, And it can 
spin out of control. And so when you are working fire magic and you're wanting to create that big kind of change and transformation, um, you really have to be clear with your intention and how much you're putting into it because you have that possibility of going All to right. the extreme um, and of creating something a lot more than you bargained for uh, True. if it gets away from you. So, so would you see chaos magic being fire? Uh, I could see it being related. Yeah, I could see. Um, wind. Actually, yeah, maybe wind. Right. Air. Right. If you combine certain Any of them, really. together. Yeah. Because all of them do have a, an active and a, uh, a passive side. They have, you know, their positive and negative qualities. Um, quote negative. Um, right. Sometimes it's needed. So it's all in your perception. Uh, and as magical people, you know, we, I, I advocate staying open um, Correct. and not putting too much uh, labeling as far as good and bad and leaving, leaving space um, because everything has a, a, a reason and a season. Right. I've I've always said that um, I, I don't think that magic necessarily has to be deemed, you know, black, gray or white. I think magic in and of itself is magic because even though you have a forest fire, relating it back to fire, even though you have a forest fire, the forest fire, once it's gone through, brings about rebirth mm -hmm. and makes the forest that much healthier. Um you know, nature in and of itself takes care of itself. It's unfortunately, you know, unfortunately, we got in the way. We as people <laughs> built homes in the wrong place. Of, we started you know. populating. Yes. So, I mean, so we as people see it as destructive and a bad thing, whereas nature sees it as a cleansing. Right. So purification piece. Um, it's all is, in the way that you look at it. Right, right. It's it's the the land purifying itself, and it is a part of nature. It is a natural cycle that happens, and it is part of that fire element. Purification is part of the the fire element, uh, like we talked about. So, if you talking about the good, the bad, or the active and the passive, so when you're working with this fire element, you can get from working with uh, because it's not just the physical element of fire, right? There is an essence and an energy um, to fire, which you're invoking in the magic more so than just the flame. Um, right. And that's what we really want people to take away from this. There's so much more than just the flame. It's really the, the energy and the qualities that you want. And so while we have strength and power, the protection, the active peace, um, the courage, the enthusiasm, the movement, the activity, productivity, uh, passion, creativity, um, you know, all these elements that if you are wanting to bring about, um, you know, just a, a new spark of life, right? Like if you're feeling unmotivated and, and uh, really low on energy, you're going to want to invoke that, that fire element because that's going to be the thing that brings everything up um, and, and ignites you uh, to start taking action and give you the momentum that you need. But, but then there's also, 
right? Light the fire. Um, but there's also the other side of the destruction, the devastation. Right. And if you have too much fire energy within you, it can actually start to manifest in things such as hatred, jealousy, irritability, intolerance, mm. anger, right. rage. Um, people can tend to become uh, explosive, combustible, right. spontaneous, uh, really um not that spontaneity is a bad thing, but I mean, it is one of the elements that could show up, but, you know, and also obsessive. And so if people who have a whole lot of the fire element, um, and if it stays unchecked, you know, yeah, it can go to that rage, but then also it can turn into that silent anger that oh, does things that, such as stews and simmers. The burning, the burning anger. Mm -hmm. simmering yes and that gets really deep-seated um, and so when you're looking at from a magical viewpoint right what what witches strive to do is you know ideally uh, not that anybody has to do anything but my understanding of magic and the best way I have to work with it is uh, that the ideal place to be for which is to learn how to work with the elements and also how to learn how to balance the qualities of the elements within yourself. Right. So that really, that really does make sense because I, I, I used to stew. I used to, you know, I wouldn't say anything, wouldn't say anything. And then I would just explode all over the smallest thing. And then you get the verbal diarrhea of everything, you know, that they did wrong over the past, you know, ha since the last time I blew up. Right. And, you know, the, of course, the person's looking at you like, you're crazy. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> what did I do? Your top. <laughs> all I did was put my shoes in the wrong spot. And now I'm getting, you know, this verbal diarrhea all over me. <laughs> you're getting blasted. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. That That's something that my husband, my, my husband now has really helped, you know, the, you're not leaving until we discuss this, which made me even more angry that he would do that. No, I don't discuss my problems. I blow up on people. <laughs> How dare you sit really there fiery. and make me do this? <laughs> but no, I mean, it's been, you know, God, years since I've done that. And it's so freeing, you know, when, when you can balance them out, right. you know, it, it is freeing it's releasing and it's it's learning to you know not hold the stuff in and not just do oh my gosh it's the worst well and that's the whole thing right why do why do witches want to practice magic i mean we have magic and and we want to use our magic to create better lives for ourselves and the people around us and all right. of that starts through that that alchemy of within creating right. without so and the elements are, are, again, they're not just the physical aspects. There is that energetic and that, that spiritual and layer of essence to these elements that when we learn what they're about and we learn to understand them and how they manifest within ourselves, within our lives, um, we have a, we're better able to work with them magically, but we're also right. better able to balance within ourselves and and really invoke at will the energy and the element that we need uh, within our lives. So, you know, 
learning these, these qualities and really sitting with them and reviewing them gives you not only a deeper layer within yourself to work with within your magic, but then that it does start to manifest in reality. You become a better practitioner of magic. You are able to work a spell and see faster results in reality. It is real, right? Like it shows up, but it comes from doing the inner and the outer piece as well. Doing the, the energy work, doing the ritual, doing the magic, but having mm-hmm. that understanding of what you're doing and why it's not about just following a spell book and hoping for the best. And I think that's the, the big part that um, sometimes gets lost or confused, like, especially for, for new witches starting out, you know, they think, Oh, I just got this spell book and I'm just going to put all these pieces together, but there's deeper layers to it, which is why we're doing this podcast. Right. And understand listening to you, listening to, you know, everything that you just said, I mean, that's truly helped me because, you know, looking at how I used to bottle in, so I'm Pisces, so I'm water element Mm -hmm. and having all of that fire and the stewing and the anger building up. I mean, that's like a pressure cooker right there, just waiting to go off. And, you know, of course my natural Pisces tendency is to go with the flow, don't say anything, let it be. But that's still simmering and burning right there under the surface until, you know, it never makes me feel better to explode. Right. So having kind of squashed that fire, you know, not, not put it out. I, I do have, you know, there are burning desires and, you know, some fire quality. Correct. When needed. So now I'm, I'm truly able to personify my Pisces self Mm -hmm. and going with the flow, but now able to more advocate for myself where there isn't the rage. Right. Right. That totally makes sense. Thank you for this counseling session. (laughs) It's thoroughly needed. Well, it's funny because, you know, I am that Sagittarius. I am that fire sign. And I'm also that, that changing fire sign. Right. So, Mm -hmm. and that's where I am constantly moving from one thing to the next and changing and morphing and transforming. And, uh, I do. I constantly go through that. And you see that within me, but that's part of who I am, where, you know, your more natural state is, is the Pisces, is that, that, that water go with the flow. Um, right. You know, and I do, I have my fiery moments where the, the rage can come out or the, the burning can come out. The, you know, it does happen, but I always have that burning passion, that, that, that energy, that spark that never really fully leaves me just because I am that fire uh, energy. Um, And I like that about myself. You know, I I love that uh, about myself, but I also want to understand, know, and be able to work with all of the elements again, so that I'm empowering myself internally. um, Right. And also empowering my magic um, so that I am getting the results that I want. So, and I think that's one of the reasons why we work well together is because where you're passionate and, you know, constantly changing, 
you know, when you do get too fiery and, you know, <laughs> that anger starts to burn, I'm over here like, shh, calm down, hush puppy. Know. <laughs> you know, you're, things are good. You're over there with the, with the spray bottle, like I'm a cat, like, let's just like douse a little bit of this water, spit some water out over here. <laughs> but at the same time, you're you know. Spreading. Let's pull it back in. Right. And so, but when like the energies for creating and all of the ideas, you know, it's, you know, I've never squashed an idea. It was, you know, okay, no, that's great. Let's, okay, let's do that. Um, you know, Pisces, go with the flow. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Let's no, roll with this. That's true. It is why we work so well together because I come up with all these elaborate uh you know creative things to do and you're just like okay yeah let's do it sounds cool <laughs> so it is it's fun and you help keep it keep it on track too so <laughs> keep the river awesome. flowing exactly so if you're looking at it from from this aspect right there is there are blocks that can show up when you're working with this uh, fire element. Uh, mm. So the blocks within you that can show up, it can be a lack of energy or a lack of passion. Uh, a lack of sexuality is oh. having too low of, you know, not enough fire element. Um, feeling like it's too much work or it's too hard to create positive change for yourself. That is a sign of a lack of uh, fire. Uh, and especially if you're magically blocked, if you feel like you don't want to do the magic or that your magic's not working because magic is all about transformation. You're, you're trying to create a change. That is the point of doing spell work and magic. So if you get to a point where you feel like you don't even want to do the magic, that's another sign that something... It, it, you don't have enough of that fire element and you need to invoke that fire energy. Uh, also holding on to anger and hurts uh, can also be the extreme of too much fire that you're holding on to resentments and angers and hate, things like that, that need to be released. And you have to shine that light on them so you can start to heal them and release them and get more balanced. So if right. you are somebody that, maybe has some of these blocks within your, your fire self. If you're like, yeah, Hey, that's me. Um, some things you can do is exercise or go for a walk. And that starts to stir up that fire energy within your physical body. Um, okay. Which also yeah. boosts your metabolism. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that makes sense. All, yeah. They're all connected. They really are. Uh, you can do something crafty or creative, even if it's something small, like just doing like the adult coloring um, or getting a little <laughs> craft project from the Dollar Tree or somewhere, you know, and putting something together. It does give you that little itty bitty spark of creativity, which is that fire element. And it can actually start to to boost that fire element and bring it back for you. Um, another thing, another thing you can do is make small changes. Like do your hair different, uh, buy a different shampoo, you know, get a different uh, smelling soap, uh, eat something different, change up your routine because the smallest changes are going to make that little bit of transformation and help bring in that, that fire element. But paying attention to where maybe you're lacking that fire element, then you can actually start to recognize, become aware, and then 
do something about it, whether that be banishing the blocks, doing magic to banish the blocks, doing magic mm-hmm. to call in and invoke um, that fire element to to spark that passion, spark that creativity, to reignite your uh, your inspirations and your your sexuality, even uh, if that's hit a slump. Um, you know, then find- you're at least aware. Then you can right. to the magic. I, I like what you said about just doing a small change, making a small change, just doing something small. Because in, um, you know, like when you're when you're experiencing depression, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, you know, when, when you're in the depths of depression, it's hard to, you know, even just get out of bed sometimes or to do something. And that is something that they say to do is to just get up and do something small, even if it's just you unloaded the dishwasher, right? You, you did something. So I, I I like, you know, that it is kind of, you know, if if you look at it in the magical sense, that is bringing the action, bringing a change and trying to incorporate some of the fire to maybe get you jump started and motivated, you know, feeling like you did something. And it can be something, you know, it's going back to like the magical piece. It can be something as simple as getting just a, a little candle and mm-hmm. asking for, you know, motivation, energy, right. you know, and just holding that candle and, and asking that fire element to, to show up and, and be for that spark to be lit within you. Um, and then light that candle. And see what happens because you're you're invoking and you're asking for that ele- that fire element to come back in and help you create that positive transformation and change in your life, which is what the fire element is really all about. I mean, right. when we look at um, the fire itself, it, it is the process of transformation. You're taking something and you are completely changing its physical makeup into ashes. Right. It is transformation, and then you also have you know, looking at the Phoenix energy and, and the Phoenix itself, which is associated with the fire element is that rising up from the ashes, that rebirth. So if you are in this stuck place, or if you are in this place of you have no fire element, at least now you become aware of what's missing the fire, right? Light that candle, set that intention, light that candle. It's a simple form of magic, but it can work. Oh yeah, definitely a form of intention magic. Yeah. You're recognizing the, you know, the passion or something, you know, you're you're wanting that fire, that burning, the desire to do whatever it is that you're looking to accomplish. I I love that. Yeah, yeah. And and really it does. It creates that space for that illumination to come in. It creates a space for that spark of the divine, that spark uh, of the soul and life and light to come back in. And it's simply lighting a candle, but it can make all the difference. And that is, again, part of that, that fire magic is candle magic. Um, Mm -hmm. And it, it doesn't even have to necessarily be about the colors and the color magic, which you can, that's definitely a part of the fire magic using the colors we talked about. So if you wanted to use a specific color that was mentioned for your candle, you can, but Right, that white, that plain white little tea light is just as good 
and is just as powerful, um, you know, when you're in that space of needing to just do the smallest, smallest change. So it definitely counts, definitely works um, for sure. So let's see. I think we talked about a lot of stuff I wanted to get covered here. Um, Yeah, so definitely do some fire magic. Call in that fire magic anytime you want to do anything productive, active. You need more enthusiasm. You need to take initiative. You want to tie up loose ends even, finish projects or start new ones. That's a great time to call on your fire element. Um, and since so things you can do to connect again with this, this fire element is watch that candle flame, watch that oh, right. watch it burn, um, watch how the flame dances and what it does and just be still in that moment and be present in that moment and really connect with that, that fire element. Um, also, if you have a chance to do a bonfire and watch it. You can incorporate dancing magic and dance around that bonfire. Um, That's always fun to do, in my opinion. Love bonfires. (laughs) Love bonfires. And I love the idea of doing that bonfire magic and dance magic. And I mean, you know, dancing around the bonfire under the full moon. I mean, come on. If that doesn't inspire something magical within you, I don't know. And if you're feeling. If you're feeling really froggy, you go sky clad. Yeah, yeah, you could. Uh, I'm not signing up for that personally, but that's okay. Others are welcome. No judgment. <laughs> no judgment. Yeah, no, that's not. I mean, I love the people that are brave enough to do that, but I'm over here like, um, no, I'm no. good. I'm a fire sign and I still don't have that much courage. <laughs> 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 But yeah, oh, and talking about hearth magic and and cooking magic, uh, which falls under that fire element, you can do some baking, you can do some cooking. Um, All those things count as fire magic. Or just go outside and soak up some sun. Like, I think you said that before, too. That totally counts. Yeah, um, under the hearth magic, it's got, um, I've got cooking, brewing, baking. Um, You know, even... Have you seen the simmer pots for like potpourri and stuff like that? Yes. I I recently have stumbled across some of that stuff and they're very interesting because you could make little potions and brews. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's something I remember our mom used to do when we were, you know, when we were younger, she had one of the simmer pots that you would put the potpourri in with water and you would just sit there and let it simmer. Um Totally so, yeah, so I didn't think I don't, <laughs> but that that's something I loved about having my wood stove is that, you know, we had that fire going all winter and there was always something simmering on top of my stove, whether it was just water or, you know, the wax candle melts or, you know, I, I cooked on top of my wood stove, you know, I would go and, you know, oh, I'm going to reheat this pizza, throw it on top of the wood stove. And you you know, so you still have one. Yeah. I've, um, I've baked on top of my wood stove. I've, I've made cornbread. I uh, just bought a pot uh, the other day that I'm able to make uh, bigger breads 
on top of my stove now. So I'm really excited over about that. Look at you being all, you know, witchy and such. Yeah, I the cool hearth magic here. I'm I have totally always been about some hearth magic. Um, (laughs) Yes, you have actually. <laughs> I, I love the old ways. Um, I'm I'm actually really mad that my husband won't let me put a fireplace in my home that I can actually go and cook in the fireplace. So the compromise cool. is that I'm going to build an outdoor, um, like a beehive oven, and have pretty much a whole setup oh. where I'm I'm going to be able to cook like from. The, you know, 16, 1800s nice. uh, in my backyard because I'm all about, I, I, I love traditional. I love old. I, that, that's me. Yeah. I would, I love it. Be, my, and I guess in my past life, I was uh, one of those reenactors or, or you know, no, yeah, reenactors you remember, at the old places. At- we did a past life read on you, and you were that little old witch out there in the cottage, living I have, your little life out there doing your stuff. And yeah, no, you totally had a past life out there doing that, being all on your own, and just you were good homesteading. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, and that's that, that's the name of our homeschool. We are the Germanton Homestead Academy because oh, okay. we are out here homesteading it. I didn't know that was the name of that. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. We, you have to pick a name of your school when, when you register. So we are Germanton Homestead Academy. That's cute. Yeah, I thought so. Um, cool. Oh, I did want to mention, I ran across. Okay, so if you want to, if you're outside and you're doing the bonfire thing um, mm-hmm. and you want to add some of the cool uh elements of like throwing stuff in the fire and getting the cool effects. Um, yeah. Yeah. Vesta powder. Vesta powder. Uh-huh. It's V E S T A Vesta powder. And you use it to like throw it on the, f- on the flames of your bonfires. And it's the thing that gives it all the, like the big combustion with the colors and the smoke and the, those cool effects that happens. So definitely yeah. don't use it inside. Right. And, uh, and don't use gasoline on your bonfire. That's oh, bad. Goodness. Oh, goodness. Yeah. No, no. That's bad. That's bad. Yeah, that sounds bad. Get, um, get the Vesta powder. Be safe. Yeah. I did run across this, and I have not tried it yet, but I want to. Um, apparently, pumpkin spice can do cool things to a flame. I have heard that. Have you, have you tried it? I have not. I haven't tried it either, but they're saying like you could even add it to your candles and do it in like indoors. Like it doesn't just have to be outside. I'm going to try. I don't even know. I'm, I'm actually sitting here thinking like, do I even have any pumpkin spice? Because my daughter. Oh, I, am that, I am that pumpkin spice person. I know I've got some. Well, <laughs> I, love I, <laughs> I buy it. And then when I need to go and use it, my daughter has used it all she has either put it in her hot chocolate she has put it in her pancakes my kids just go in the kitchen and you know they'll whip up pancakes in the morning they, they cook for themselves now but yeah she just, just yeah, she adds it to everything yeah I was out of vanilla for the longest time I'm like what are you doing drinking this stuff getting your daily nip or something good lord 
like I don't buy the cheap stuff either. But yeah, I thought that was cool. I, we got to get some of that Vesta powder and do it at one of your bonfires and see what it does. But it's supposed to be the thing that does all the cool stuff. Um, yeah, we're actually getting that area cleaned up and ready for use because we haven't done a bonfire in a while. So yeah, I've got, we need to. got them we back got there doing up. their thing. Celebrate. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm going to try the pumpkin spice thing and see what happens with that. Um, oh, here's a, something I ran across that people might enjoy. The Mars symbol or a sigil symbol, same thing. Um, you can, if you are not able to burn candles or actually have that fire element wherever you're at, let's say like you're in a space or a place where you're not allowed to use candles, um, but you still want to do your spell work, you can use the Mars sigil slash symbol, which is the, it's a circle and, and look it up, you guys, but it's a circle. And then it has an arrow coming out on the right-hand side at a 45 degree angle, but you can add that to your spell work. Um, and it will bring the same power and intensity as if you were actually burning a candle. So if you're one of those that you're in a space or place that you can't actually, you know, use the fire element, uh, the physical flame um, or candle, you can use that, that smart symbol instead. So, you know, you would still, you can still get your sheet of paper, write your spell out, add the symbol, add your oil, add your herbs, just like if you were, you know, anointing your candle, you would just anoint your paper. Um, and then, you know, just focus that intention and set an amount of time that maybe like you want to set aside for if like you had the candle going and we're burning it, you know, it doesn't oh, really that's matter. But you can use that symbol in place of an actual candle. So I found that as a little witchy tip. You know, let's, I mean, let's say like you're in a hotel room if you don't have a candle, but you need to do some magic, you know, right. jot it down, you know, jot something down or throw something together and use the Mars symbol and, you know, let it be your quote candle. And then you can do like the visualization energy piece still of your magic with, um, with the fire element and you're just mm -hmm. replacing the physical piece of the fire element with the Mars symbol. Um, and you can also use a sun symbol as well, which is a right. circle with a dot in the middle. So I thought that was a cool little witchy tip. So if you can't use a candle, you still got this. You can do. I thought that was neat. That is neat. Um, yeah, I was going through my list of um, spells or, you know, working with fire energy, the fire element. And I didn't have that written down. Yeah, I thought that was a cool thing I ran across in my books. Um, a couple other little chants, fire chants that you can add in, like if you're doing some bonfire magic or if you're doing, um, let's say you're doing the the uh, lighting your little candle just to pull in more of that fire element, right? This one small little change. So a little chant you could try is uh, blessings and fire, higher and higher. And it's just a little chant that you could add in to your little candle oh. before you light it. So blessings and fire, higher and higher. And then another one I found was um, fire makes magic go. Inner peace begins to flow. Rise, O flame, and purify. Enchant this place from ground to sky. So, That's a nice one. 
Yeah, a nice little uh, charm that you can add in to bring in more of that fire element um, and invoke that within you, especially if you're, if you are at that low place and you know, you've got no fire, you've got no energy, you've got, you know, get your little candle, do that little chant over it, that little charm, light it up and, um, you know, see what happens. Cause I think it'll make you feel better. <laughs> well, and to go along, to go along with, you know, if you're not able to do a candle or, you know, you're, you're concerned about doing anything big like that. I, I was thinking, you know, in, in certain areas, it's not, it wouldn't be, I guess you wouldn't get sideways glances of, you know, if you were wanting to just do something really quick, light a lighter really quick. Mm -hmm. Boom. You got yeah. some fire right there or, you know, burn a match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's not something that's going to sit there and burn for a long time, but it just is giving you that quick little burst. Right. Yep. That spark, which is sometimes all you need. Right. So, yeah. Uh, so when working with the elements, and this is just something I wanted to throw in there as we, because we're going to hit the other elements as we go along. We might do one over the next one a month, you know, as we go, but we will be covering all the, the other elements as well. Mm -hmm. But when you're working with the elements, you work with them really in three aspects, which is mentally through visualization, uh, astrally through the energy piece, and then the physical, which is the actual element. So, you know, again, just trying to invite people to think about the elements on that deeper level through that mentally, astrally, physically. Um, and then when you're actually doing magic, that's where you're combining actually all three of those pieces. Um, and then a lot of times when you're doing magic and you're doing ritual, you, you pull in all the elements, but uh, not always, but sometimes it depends on what you're working. Uh, but yeah, just a, a little thought, a little tidbit I wanted to, to throw out there. Um, and I don't know if we talked about that, but lightning and electricity yeah no storm magic yeah storm magic under uh fire the fire mm -hmm. element yeah uh, i've got uh harnessing the energy of lightning mm -hmm. yeah yeah storm magic that sounds like that sounds like fun <laughs> it does kind of doesn't it i know my that dogs freak like out something. I want to explore more of and dive into. I wonder if you were to, so when, when I, in, when I think of harnessing the lightning energy, I think, um, I wonder it would be neat, like symbolic wise, what have you is to maybe fill a jar with water. And if it's lightning and you're standing outside you know, the whole vision of like, if you're holding the jar up and it looks like the lightning goes into the jar mm -hmm. and then putting the lid on it. I think you it's could like, totally, yeah, yeah. So I think that would totally be part of like, again, going back to working with the elements and that mental, astral, physical. So mm -hmm. if you have that jar of water and you've got it outside during a lightning storm, which, you know, again, be cautious, use caution. Uh, right. But. <laughs> You know, even just mentally visualizing the lightning, you know, going into the jar, into the water, and then, 
you know, astrally, again, you're pulling in that, that energy. So you've visualized it, you're asking the energy to go into it. And then you have the physical jar there to hold it and be the container. Um, right. But yeah, I think that would work. Now, what I would think you want so. To do with it after you got it, I think would be even more interesting to know. Uh, incorporate <laughs> it into the magic or maybe cook with it or, you know, what have you. I, I mean, I think that there are a lot of things that could be done. I know you've really got me wanting to think on this. So I know. totally just made it up. Well, copyright pending. <laughs> uh, maybe we should do an episode on storm magic and we dive in and we do some research and come up with some cool stuff for people. Cause I'm interested. I'm interested. You got me interested in bringing it up. So I'm making myself a note. So I do have some ideas on some ways to um, harness the energy of fire element into your life. Yeah, go for it. Okay. So uh, you can recharge yourself uh, through sunbathing. Yes. I love it. So, I mean, I know they tell you, you know, put the sunscreen on and all that, you know, all that stuff. But uh, sunbathing yeah, it's, is. It's definitely something to it because you get your vitamin D. Right. And that helps with your endorphins. It really does recharge your energy and it does make you uh, mentally, emotionally feel better. So, yeah, totally. Right. And there are people that get the, you know, seasonal depression. So, mm -hmm. you know, there, there's some light and the effects that it has on your mood and and all of that stuff. I mean, that that's that's proven. Yeah. Um, I've got uh, burning papers with wishes, intentions and a bonfire or even your yes. cauldron. Yes, 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 yes. You can totally yeah. do that. Burn it in your cauldron. You could even put a little tea light in your cauldron if it's big enough. Um, oh, yeah, and, I do. Ooh, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to put that pumpkin spice. I'm going to throw that <gasps> ooh, in my cauldron like... on the tea light and see what it does. Heck, yeah, I'm yeah. going to do that. I hope it does. Do it something. on the porch. I hope I'm not do it. point. Do, do, it it do it on the porch. Do it on, I'll the, do porch. It on the porch. I'll do it outside. Be safe. Yeah. I'm going to do safe. that. Be and safe. then, yes, burn some wishes on some paper. Oh, you can also use bay leaves. Oh, right, way. right, right. And they do leaves. spark, so be careful. But yes, they work as well. They're great for wishing magic and, and fire magic. Here's an interesting one. Burning old belongings to release old habits and negativity. I love that. I love that. I, I really do. I love that. Because some stuff just needs to go. It does. I mean, even if like if you live in an area where you can't really burn any of your thing, maybe symbolically burning it and then putting yeah. it in the trash. Yes. yes. You know, um, I mean, because I know there are laws and everything. Light it up. <laughs> right? In your right. Mind, light it up. <laughs> Most definitely. Watch that stuff burn. <laughs> um, so fire scrying which is the divination in candle flames or bonfires. But yes. then there's also the burning incense and, you know, uh, the smoke cleansing or doing the scrying with the smoke. Yes. And I like the fire scrying. And you can also watch for salamanders in the, fl mm. in the flames as well. Um, and sometimes the salamanders will bring you messages um, and they are associated with inspiration. They also bring you help and assistance when needed and right. uh, creativity. So if you're doing some fire scrying and you see some salamanders, 
there's some good stuff, inspiration, help, and creativity on your way. That's awesome. Um, ooh, the the solar magic. They call it solar magic. But, um, you know, making the sun teas and the elixirs and stuff where, you know, you set them out into the... I know it's not solar, but, you know, I, I you, you hear people do moon water. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't you do sun water? Oh, you totally uh, can. Yeah. 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 And actually, I have a little tidbit on sun stuff since you've mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sun magic I, I falls under that fire element like we're talking about. So sun water, uh, I think, would be great. The sun itself is great for things like uh, spell work about energy, wealth, uh, finding your purpose, achievement, courage, mm. illumination, which we've talked about. That can be anything from illuminating your path ahead to eliminating the truth. Um, anywhere you want some illumination, right? Right. Uh, and, and creativity, uh, strength, inspiration, warmth, success, and anything doing with the home, so all of that thunder falls under the sun. So making that sun water um, and then incorporating it into these kinds of spells, you know, your your wealth, prosperity, energy, any of that, you know, definitely. And then you can add in those, uh, the flowers and the spices and the different things we've talked about and mm-hmm. make yourself a little, uh, yeah, sun tea. You can make your tea from it using the sun water, uh, make little potions add it in your magic yeah i love that all of that so kind of going along with that um so i used to cloth diaper and um i made my own cloth diapers because you know homestead over here (laughs) (laughs) but one of the things they said is that um hanging your diapers on a line out out in the sun actually hanging any of your clothes towels what have you out in the sun on a clothesline the sun acts as a natural bleach Hmm, so it's you know kind of disinfecting your clothes um and whitening your clothes as well um but i know our my grandma made me a, a quilt and it had black on it and the sun actually bleached the black to a gray oh, wow. just from being outside. So you have to be careful, you know, and watch what you are putting out there because, you know, right. the cleansing and, you know, purifying properties yes. of the sun just on regular everyday items, right. you know, it's pretty, it's pretty powerful. Um, so that that's, you know, the sun is cleansing. Yes. So really, you know, if nothing else, take that that away and get out in the sun and cleanse yourself. Right. So on the crystal podcast episode, I talked about you can charge your crystals out in the sun um, Mm -hmm. for 30 minutes or an hour. And it does really give your crystals that big energy boost so that they can. Mm -hmm. And you can feel the difference. Like if you've worked with your clairs and you're working with energy or you're learning to work with energy, you can tell the difference from a stone that's not been out take it outside for 30 minutes, put it in the sunshine, bring it back in, feel it. It's going to feel juiced. It's going to feel charged. You can tell a difference. Um, I do caution if you put your clear quartz out in the sun, please make sure it's somewhere where the light cannot reflect through it and cause a fire because your clear right. quartz will catch things on fire outside. So just FYI on those. <laughs> right. Oh, but you can also make um, a sun catcher. Yes. Sun catchers are neat. 
and and a way to harness that and we have Mm -hmm. actually we sell the little crystal prisms uh on the store if you guys are interested it's the witchsource.com we have our little shop there and we do we have the crystal prisms that you can use to make your sun catchers um which i have them all over my house because i love them I know you can't see her, but she's pointing to the sun prisms as she's talking about it on a video that nobody will see. <laughs> I, I, I talk with my hands. I can't help it. And even though you can see me, nobody else can. Yes, you guys, I am pointing at the three crystal prisms <laughs> hanging in my office window because I love the rainbows in the afternoon. <laughs> I love you. You're so cute. Um, oh, blacksmithing and forging is a way yeah. to work with the fire element. Yes, which ties into the athame and why it mm-hmm. is the fire element uh, tool. Yeah, my husband wants to get into blacksmithing. He wants to have a whole forge here on our homestead. That will be very interesting. It would be interesting. Um, <laughs> but then, um, I mean, you've already covered working with the crystal linked with the fire element. Yeah. Um and so basically any of your, you know, red, orange, yellow stones you can use to work with and call in and invoke more of that fire energy. Oh, I do want to mention, you can also use the fire element to burn away that which is no longer needed. Uh, and you can apply that to, you know, different qualities within yourself or aspects in your life. Um, so, yeah, just a tidbit thought. Uh, you could burn away negativity. Mm-hmm. Um, different things. So there's another way that you can use. So we, we've talked a lot about like increasing good and transformation and positive, uh, but you can also use it for, you know, we talked about like the banishing uh, and the, you know, clearing, purifying. Um, but yeah, it, it can also burn away that which you don't want. You can use it to uh, destroy, burn away bad habits, um, reprogramming, things like that. Yeah, you can incorporate it into sex magic yes. because being that the loins are associated with fire. Yes, so it's that that passion piece. So mm-hmm. definitely that sex magic falls underneath the, the fire element. I totally agree with that. Um, and I think that also goes back to like that block as well. If you have that lack of sexual energy and that's something yeah. that you want to there you go. Like you can incorporate it. And then once you get that spark going, you can start doing some sex magic too. You know, that is, but that, I mean, I think that's true when it comes to sex anyways, if it's something that you haven't, you don't do it all the time, you know, and you're like, you know, uh, every once in a while you do kind of lose that passion. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes, you know, just do it. Right. To ignite right. that flame and, you know, kind of jumpstart yourself again. Right. Well, I mean, even if if you can't go quite that far, again, setting the intention, putting it in the candle, asking that fire element to just become more present and aware within you. Again, even just doing that much can start to ignite it um, mm-hmm. and get the at least you're thinking about it. Right. But you're aware of it and you're you're doing something to make some kind of change, even if it's just the candle magic for it to start the process, to start that area, you know? So even if you just start there, you have, you can start small baby steps with all of it. 
Right. I mean, and, and I bring that up because that is something that I struggled with, you know, for disclosure, you know, I had a hysterectomy. And after, you know, you have a major surgery like that, it, it's hard to revive and get that portion of your life going again. That's totally understandable. Totally understandable. But yeah, I mean, I could see, again, going to the magic, take it to the magic. Um, you know, and if it's something to try to even just get the motivation back, take that to the magic, right? Right. And, and healing, you know, fully healing, not just the body, but the emotional, mental pieces of, of going through something like that. Take it. Oh, to the definitely. Magic. Yeah. But that's why I say stay magical because I'm always like, take it to the magic, do the magic, do that spell piece and, and trust in yourself and trust in the divine and, and let the magic work for you because it will. Um, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm assuming that you are witchy and you believe in magic and you know it's real. So <laughs> it's all about just remembering to go do it remembering right. to go take it to the magic do the spell work there is a spell for that even if you make it up yourself so well there I is always we, a spell yes there is there is and i actually i have a laundry list of some spells i need to to do actually i think i'm going to do them tomorrow actually i might do some tonight we'll start tonight <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I think we've covered everything I wanted to talk about as far as uh, the fire, fire magic and the element and calling it in, working with it. Uh, did you have anything else to add? No, I think that was it. Okay, cool. All right, you guys. So I guess that's it for us um, for the, the fire magic episode. We would absolutely love to know what you guys think, any questions, comments, um, you know, stories, uh, anything. We would just love to hear from you guys and get your feedback on uh, what you guys think. So you can um, send us a message. We're on Facebook or you can send us an email. So our email is thewitchsource at gmail.com. Uh, I do get those and I check it and I would love to hear from you. Uh, yep. And I do reply. If you want to reply, I will reply. Um, <laughs> But you can find us on Facebook, The Witch Source. Uh, we're on Instagram. We're also on YouTube. We have uh, spells uh, available on YouTube, the podcast episodes. Uh, I go live and do card readings uh, on Mondays. We have Witchy Talk on Fridays. So lots of fun stuff going on. We hope you'll join us there. Uh, I do uh, private readings. Uh, those are available. And we have lots of fun witchy wares and magical supplies on for sale on uh, our website, thewitchsource.com. And uh, if you are listening to this podcast, we would absolutely greatly love and appreciate if you could give us a five-star review, uh, subscribe, and share. Um, if you got witchy friends and you're on any of the social media platforms, please share uh, and, and let people know about us and give us those good reviews because we really appreciate it. It helps other people right. find us too. And definitely send us your questions because we'd love to have a whole, you know, question and answer podcast. Yes, yes, yes. If you guys have questions, uh, comments, and if you have uh, episode requests, if, if you want to know more about something and, you know, you don't have the, the time to research it yourself, 
I, I am more than happy to do so. Like we, we right. would love it. So let us know what it is you guys want to know about and hear about. Uh, we will be happy to do it. I go to the books. Sister goes to the internet and then we bring it all together and give you the best of both worlds. So, um, yep. and then we try and hit all the places. We really do. And then of course, if we've got anything intuitively, psychically that drops in, we like to throw that in there too. So that's a thing as well. Yes. Like uh, my lightning water patent pending. Yeah. The lightning water. That was a cool one. Uh, there was, you forgot else. patent pending. Oh, patent pending. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, like the soaps. Do we're we're doing fire magic when we do the soaps. That was a total drop in because they're working yeah. with a lot. Go there check we go. out our website. We got our or we've got all the soaps listed. Yes, we do. We actually make ritual soaps. Those are available. So if you're looking to make a small subtle change to invoke that fire energy and get a new scented soap. <laughs> Yes. available. <laughs> We've got rave reviews on them, so uh, I make them all personally. Reviews. Yeah, we have. So it's funny. I didn't actually mean to tie all that in, but it fits. So that's fun. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for us, you guys. And uh, we appreciate you being here. Uh, love to hear from you. And we will see you next time, next week. Uh, and until then, stay magical. Bye. Bye.